Hi, I'm Bran, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies, and this This is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. What a day! Bonkers. Guys, it's a Sunday. It's the end of a long week of episodes, and we're gearing up for another week of episodes. Yeah. Some have asked us, is it too many? And we respond with a hearty yes. No. No way. Just when we're exhausted Heck and we're tired. No, we won't go. Heck no, we won't go. Just when we think we're exhausted and we can't do it anymore. The bouncer opens up that velvet rope and lets us into the exclusive Christmas club. It does. And it feels gosh. so good to be here at the Christmas club. Yeah, it does. Guys, um, it is, uh, it, it, we're, we're finally all caught up. And I'm all caught up. Got it. Caught up. What are you doing? <laughs> I, guys, I wanted to be part of the caught up, and I thought he says caught up twice. Do you want to know how you, do you want to know how you, do you want to know how you could be caught up? How? I'll, I'm going to give you some steps. Are okay, give me yep. step one. You're going to stir once. Ooh. Stir once. You're going to shake, shake it twice. twice. Okay. You're going to clap three times. It's the crystal dance. Man, it feels good to be here on a Sunday. People um, were like, we were really hoping that bit was dead. And then <laughs> never. No. <laughs> never. No, they just heard the bit on Friday. Yesterday, actually. Yes, Saturday. Saturday. This bit's got got, plenty of life. It's got legs left. This is going to be in the live show. We're all going to do the crystal dance. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of live shows, coming to L.A. in just a couple weeks. Not this coming weekend. uh, But the following. On the 15th, we're going to be the Christmas Land Experience. Uh, So much fun is going to be had there, and so we hope you make it. And also, we're going to be in our uh, wonderful... Beautiful. It's almost like a Hallmark town in and of itself. That's right. Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah, that Greenville. Um, on December 21st. We can't wait to see you all. Guys, are we feeling good? We're feeling refreshed? I'm feeling, feeling ready I'm to feeling go, man. fresh, buddy. I, for it being the uh, the end of a long week, I just feel like we're just getting going almost. That's right. It's crazy. The I week feel that was fresh. tough was the week before Thanksgiving for yeah. us. Yeah, was. we had all the we, live shows. We had all the live shows, and then we knew that we were about to go on the vacay for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Had the break. It's like uh, you know when you're a, when you're a kid, and you're like, uh, man, I can't wait for Christmas break to be here, and every day seems slow. You know what I mean? Oh, I know, mm-hmm. I know, big guy. Yeah. Uh, a couple of uh, one more thing. If you want to join the Patreon, that'd be really cool. Patreon.com/slash/deckthehallmark. Lots of good things are going on there, um, including I, I believe. Um, uh, Walter Kramer uh, just Walter joined. Kramer, yeah, 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 and that's a big get. That's for a us. big get for us. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. Uh, one of those guys. We've been recruiting Walter for a long time. Yes, now. because what they say is if Walter joins your Patreon, uh, you, you <laughs> that's you, easy for you to say. If Walter joins the Patreon, you've got you're gonna make it. That's what people say. He has been a part of some of the biggest Patreon communities out there. Yep. Yeah. Like which ones? Like um, the Grandpa can- Moss, which you talked about Grandma, I think, in the live yeah. show, yeah. Uh, um, and uh, and the and the candle and the candle factory's uh, doghouse, the candle the factory's, factory's doghouse. House? Yeah, yeah. So it's just a candle factory. They call their fan base the doghouse. The doghouse. Yeah. Woof, 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 woof. Candles. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we're talking about the Christmas Club. It originally aired on uh, November twenty seventh, two thousand nineteen, and it went a little something like this. 
The movie kicks off with Olivia teaching her daughter's ballet class. Her husband passed away eight years ago, and she hasn't really dated since. She's been taking it slow. We then meet Edward. He's a big-time business boy who's traveling, uh, who's in town for uh, work, uh, doesn't really dig Christmas. He's in town um, uh, staying with his sister and, his, and the nephew. Um, he's there for work. He's not there for Christmas. Um, he's walking down the road, texting away as business boys do, and suddenly a big gust of wind comes and blows a handful of money out of an older woman's hand. Her name is Gertrude. Who else happens to be walking by Gertrude? Olivia. So they bring her inside of this building. They talk about what happened. Hey, what happened to the money? Blah, blah, blah. And they go and look for the money. This was the, uh, she had $80 to spend on Christmas presents. She lost all of that money. So they go outside to look for the money. They're like, this money is obviously lost, but they decide to replace the money themselves. They each had two twenties. They put them together. They give them to Gertrude and it's a very sweet moment. Uh, you can tell that Olivia and Edward did not mind bumping into each other, um, but they do go their separate ways or do they? Mm. They end up walking outside and they are like, Oh, we're going the same way. So they walk and they talk about fate and Christmas magic. Um, um, and they get chestnuts and swing on a swing together. They're really just opening up to to each other. Uh, later that day, Olivia discovers that one of the flying $20 bills was uh, was able to be used for good by this random guy that found it on 7th Ave. Uh, Olivia gets some bad news, though. The lady who owns the dance studio that she works at is retiring, and she is selling the building. She's selling the studio. Steady out. Steady out. Um, she's going to be out of the job. What is she going to do? The The next day, they bump into each other again. Um, Gertrude is like creeping around the corner, just kind of looking at him. And you're like, what's up with this lady? Uh, they talk a little bit more and then she leaves again. Luckily, she told them that uh, where she was going to be. Uh, they're going to be going to do, go into this mural thing. And so he shows up uh, because he wants to hang out with her. And he's crushing it with Olivia and her daughter loves him. Everything is working out great for this guy. He writes down his phone number on a napkin, gives it to her. Later that day, there's a spill in the kitchen. And what does her daughter use to clean it up? The napkin that he wrote his number on so she can't contact him. A few days go by, and he's pretty sad that she hasn't called. The next day, she overhears somebody else talking about a random $20 bill that they found and using it for good. It's just a really amazing story. Olivia then bumps into Edward's sister, and she's like, Ah, why haven't you called? And she makes everything right. He shows up at the dance studio, and, uh, studio and, boy, yeah. Yeah, and boy do sparks fly. But then his business partner or a client, I guess, his client comes walking into the dance studio and is like, this is the place I've been looking for. I want to buy this place. And that makes Olivia very sad. But he's like, listen, you need to start your own dance studio. I'll help you find the place. I'll help you get the loan. I want to help you do this because you can do this. They go to a Christmas tree lighting together. The lights turn on. They hold hands. Mm. He then encourages her to take a chance, to, to take a risk, to break away and start her own <laughs> business. And she I'll st- spread my wings and, and I'll learn, learn how to fly. fly. Um, and he be- uh, she begins to believe that she can actually do it. 
We then find out that somebody uh, used another random $20 bill, bill to pay for people's hot dog. It's a hot dog 20. Uh, they go on a carriage ride together and they talk about the business and and uh, it's just a wonderful time. She leans her head on his shoulder and it's great. And guess who's watching the whole thing? Gertrude. Uh, they make cookies together and he says goodnight with a kiss on the cheek. What a guy. Uh, the next day, they get some bad news. They can't have the dance recital in the old place, the one that just got sold, because they need to leave to give the new owner time to get the building insured. I'm not sure. Uh, she starts to doubt things with Edward. What if he's just being nice because he feel bad? He feels bad about the 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 uh, the dance place being sold. What if what if he's just being nice? He doesn't live here. It's not going to work out. But her mom is like, listen, you need to give him a reason to stay. She gets good news. She gets the loan for the new place and she can use the space for the recital. But then she finds out that Edward actually pulled some strings, gave some extra nudges, some pushes to help make that loan happen before Christmas and before the recital. And that upsets Olivia because he made her believe that he believed in her, that she could do it on her own. And clearly he doesn't believe in her. He clearly doesn't think that she can do it on her own. She tells him that he uh, that she doesn't think that things are going to work out. We're not fate. We're not Christmas magic and so he leaves he's not gonna stay in town for christmas she's walking around town and she bumps into gertrude and she's like you should have told him that you wanted him to stay ed uh then gets a box and inside is a 20 dollars bill with a carriage ride ornament saying thanks for the most romantic business meeting ever is it from olivia it's confusing because of what she just said but he decides you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna show up to the recital it's time for the recital. It goes great. Edward does show up, thanks her for the present, and says, "I didn't mean, uh, I, I, I didn't mean what I said." Uh, she's like, "I didn't mean what I say." And then she's like, "What? What's going on? What's going on with that box? I didn't mean to give that box to you. Uh, it must have been Gertrude." And she tells him uh, the Christmas wish. It's to be with him, and he's like, "I'm gonna stay. I'm finally home." They uh, go to kiss, and they're interrupted by the mural being completed and revealed. And the mural is Gertrude standing next to Santa. <laughs> We're all confused but happy at the same time. He opens the box and it uh, and, and uh, shows uh, shows it to the daughter. And the twenty dollar goes flying into the wind. They kiss, and that was the Christmas, Christmas Club. Club. Yeah. We did it, boy, 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 boy. We did it, Christmas Club. I think his Christmas. his analysis or an, Annalise an, analysis. It's his not analysis. Annalise unless you're talking about a person. Maybe I am. Analysis. You mean his synopsis? Yeah, that's the word. His synopsis uh, are always more in depth the more he likes the movie. Oh, synopses like multiple. Yeah, yeah. yeah I get what you're saying. Synopses. Just never always, say Annalise again. His, Can we do that? Nope. Okay. Uh, his analyses. Yeah, if he really likes the movie, it tends to be a lot more detailed. Detailed. Yeah. That's true. I was just going to. I don't think it. that's right. One hundred percent of the time. This one, I felt like there was a lot. I was there was a lot to yeah. it. Yeah. So it's not true 100% of the time, but typically if there is a lot to the story. I'm not calling into like question it. the quality. No, I'm just saying. I know you wouldn't. The last time that I questioned Brand's synopsis or Annalise, as you like to yeah. say, on the air, it led to a moment that people out in the in the ether. In the interwebs. In the interwebs that were just listening thought was actually contentious. And I know that because we got a review about it that said, guys, you guys are really fighting. It's getting serious. And then my dad called me and he goes... <laughs> He goes, 
dude, you guys kind of got into it on that podcast. And I was like, dad, I promise we, we were just doing a bit. And, but I just, I say all that to say, speak that for yourself. I his, went home. His, <laughs> his Annalise's are serious business. Annalise, are you here? Yeah. Hey, Annalise, how you doing? God bless. God bless. Merry Christmas. It's- <laughs> hey, we have four segments on this show to talk about what we thought about this movie, to break it down and share Higgity, uh, hot our thoughts, uh, some different takes that we have. And I think the the biggest and best, and I am, some might say the hottest take that we have, is the first segment, and it's called the Hot, hot take. take. It's where we share exactly how we felt about this movie. No terms are uncertain. And I always start with my good friend Panda. Panda, what did you think about this flick, bud? Boy, really love this movie. Yeah. Uh, it's great and here's why it's great uh first of all cameron matheson is a great pick elizabeth mitchell they bring this camaraderie and this uh second round of the hallmark christmas draft dude we should do a draft they do all the other pods do one Uh, we're just we just don't who else does it hallmarkies does it they They do it with all the feels i believe i think bobby says does it well it's a good idea well if i was a first round picker uh, I would pick. I think Cameron. you could get good value in the second round with Cameron Matheson because this is the first movie we've seen of his. I know he's on Home and Family. He's great. Yeah, he's phenomenal. Yeah, uh, he's a late first round, early second. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Elizabeth Mitchell coming out of nowhere. I love Elizabeth Mitchell in general. She's yeah. great. Uh, I loved her in Lost. Uh, you think she's tired of hearing that yet? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, you, also, you loved her in Once Upon a Time. Well, she you know what's crazy about me is I know her primarily from Santa Claus 2. Mm. I didn't watch Lost until this year. And so to me, she's Mrs. Claus. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Duh. And she's, she's super, she is super charming and cute in this movie. Like she just works really well with Cameron Matheson's just, uh, man, they just have this natural style about them that make the relationship super believable. Uh, thought that nothing really felt forced to me in terms of, uh, how their relationship develops overall. Uh, there's some really quick dialogue and some witty dialogue. A lot of moments I legitimately laughed out loud. Uh, it just, man, every bit of this movie just really worked for me. I love this movie. I would re- rewatch. It's a rewatch. It's a rewatch. Um, so this was, can, I, can we be honest? This yeah. is airing, obviously, Sunday. It's the last movie of the Thanksgiving week, which means it's, it's it was kind of a throwaway movie for yeah, us. Yeah, we, th- we, we looked, looked at all of them. We all were the like, Thanksgiving We got movies. the Evergreen. We've got Aaron, Aaron Crago and Luke McFarlane. we got to put that earlier. That's and right. so it just kept getting pushed back. This was the movie that we deemed to be the least important of all the Thanksgiving week movies. Yeah. And I think what I have learned... Is there's no such thing as a throwaway movie in Hallmark. Oh, boy. Yeah. This movie rocked my freaking world, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, ho, ho. It was so <clears throat> good. It the, the charm factor of this movie yeah. is overwhelming. It's so charming. It, it, I, I can't believe I live in a world where this movie is... is I thought it was a throwaway and now it's going to be in my top five. And, and it's just such a, a battle in my heart for what I thought I knew. I don't know anymore. Your world's been turned this upside down. This movie was so good. 
I love this yeah. movie. It was just a one charm sucker punch after another. Mm-hmm. The two of them were trying to out charm each other, and I, I and I liked it. Yeah. Um, and then they got a, a Gertrude question mark for Brad, but I still <laughs> I don't know what happened at the end. I loved it, um, and so it was just a big old winner for me. Uh, it's a movie I didn't even anticipate. It's a movie that I kept forgetting existed. It was coming up. I just didn't know when. And uh, man. Never again. I'm never going to count one out. Don't never, sleep on Christmas Club. You don't, Club. Sleep, you don't on sleep on Christmas Club. Club. I'm never going to count a movie out again. I never mm. am. This one rocked my world. Yeah, I mean, by and large, it's just a no for me. Uh, uh, and I, I'm, By and large, you're a no for everyone. Yeah, calm down. You're contentious. Uh, I just think, I'm not contentious. I, I just, I said that it was the, the last episode we did was the Christmas Plaza, and I said it was the best one of these movies ever made. I have the ability to like these movies. I Like, I like these movies with a dash of Christmas magic in them. Like you get a, get me a little sprinkle. Oh, I love all the magic. They just dump the barrel in. Oh, they dump the whole oh, barrel so in. We have a very creepy. Uh, is Santa's mom watching over them? I, I'm not I, sure. Mrs. Mrs. Claus? Mrs. Claus. That's Mrs. Claus. That's Mrs. That's Gertrude Claus. Claus. I, I just she's kind of staring. Like does she blink ever? I don't think so. There's a horror movie factor to this for me. There, they do have some things going for it. I did find the leads both very, very charming. It does take place in one city, and they just meet in the first scene, and they kind of build a relationship, which normally doesn't happen in these movies. So there were some good moments. I did laugh some, but, like, yeah, it just – it may currently sneak in, like, at four or five for me uh, in my top five. Um but by and large, just, yeah, I just, no, I just, um, with a movie like this, it like, I, I, this was such an interesting and had a little bit of a different feel to it. It was so focused on them hanging out. You got actual getting, character. Development you got actual character movie. development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I loved it. I loved mm-hmm. the two, the two of them hanging out. They're two of the weirdest characters in this. Yeah, but they're great. Movie. They're fun. They're I've so, ever seen. so, yeah. so much quirk, so much charm. It just was, man, have I mentioned that? I oh, loved it. I loved it. The, the Christmas mat. I am. I'm a big Christmas magic boy. That's I, I love the evergreens. I love the magic. Yeah. Orlando magic. Go team. That's and right. so I don't know what you want me to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah, yeah. it. Uh, yeah. It's time for all the feels. Uh, but before we do, we do have an all the feels partner this year. You've heard us talk about it at different points of time during the season. And we just want to remind you that we have partnered with communities and schools. Guys, uh, December is upon us. It's the time of giving. If you are looking for a great cause to give right now, if your business needs a tax write off and you want to do something good with that money, have I got a communities and schools for you? Uh, this organization partners with public schools around the country in over half of the states in our great nation. And what they do is, is they give the necessary resources to schools and to students who are in danger of not graduating high school for one reason or another, whether it be transportation, whether it be money, whether it be mental health counseling. Uh, I heard a story of, uh, of a communities and schools uh, close to us uh, partnership where they actually gave a kid a mattress. He didn't have wow. a place to sleep wow. at night. Communities and schools sees that one out of every five kids in our country is at risk of not graduating high school and they want to make a difference. If a student partners with communities and schools in public school, it's a 99% success rate in graduating high school. You can be a part of the solution to help every kid have a leg up and give every kid the same opportunity to graduate high school and go on, go on and better themselves. And you can do that by giving to communities and schools. How do you do that? I'm glad you asked. There's a bunch of ways. First, you go to deckthehallmark.com slash joy. Deckthehallmark.com slash joy. joy. 
way. And on that site, there is a bevy of information. One, you can go straight from that site, click the Donate Now button, and go and donate uh, to your fullest heart's content to communities and schools. You can also, if you don't have a lot of money right now, you can go and leave a review on Apple iTunes podcast, Apple podcast, whatever it is for deck to Hallmark. Apple iTunes podcast. You know, the one it rolls off the tongue. You can go to deck to Hallmark. They're so good at branding. I mean, they're great. Uh, you leave a review. We donate a dollar to communities in schools. You leave a review where we talk about how we sell cologne. Apparently yes. through today, yeah. we'll leave $10, right. which is weird. Cause we've never sold cologne in our life. Cologne. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you guys have sold. Cologne. Well, we can talk about it during Patreon yeah. week. That's, that's probably a good, um, also, we're selling a green Deck the Hallmark logo shirt, not from T Public, from us personally. On deckthehallmark.com slash joy, you can purchase that shirt. All the proceeds go to communities and schools. So many ways to help out. So many ways to get in the giving spirit. So many ways to help kids stay in school and graduate high school. Please help us help them in the process. We Merry would Christmas. love for the check that we write at the end of the year to communities and schools to be massive. Yeah. We, we want to. That's right. We want our, our pen to, to shake a little bit because That's of right. how expensive it is. That's like, right. We're like, wow, we're yeah. really doing it. That'd be fun. Yeah. That would be uh, so, every day that number goes up. Every day we get new reviews and that number goes up. Every want- day. It's no. You, no. I, no. Uh, now, we also are still in need of 300 reviews to get yeah. to 2000 by season two. And it's going to be cutting it close. Yeah. It 300, is. three weeks, going to be cutting it close. Just saying. If you leave one, though, I'll dance. Wow. If you leave one, well, you review. do the crystal. No, dance. if you leave, if you leave 300 in the next Stir it once, once and you shake, shake it, it twice, twice, and you clap three times. It's the crystal dance. I will do the crystal dance. Wow. I can't wait. I'll post um, it on the socials. A, t- a tutorial video yeah. about how to do yep. the crystal dance. Yeah, yep. I love that. Uh, so first, what you're going to do is you're going to stir it once. <laughs> but that's only if we get 300 reviews. That's right. That's, that's right. exactly right. 2,000 by season two. Um, guys, are you ready, to, you ready to do this thing? It's time to talk about all the feels. It's what in this movie gave us all those feels. Panda? Uh, the hand holding scene at the Christmas tree is one of my favorite ones because she, her daughter normally holds her hand at the Christmas tree lighting. And then she goes away. And and as, uh, uh, first of all, a dad of a small, uh, little girl, I can imagine how that would feel. Just uh, your kid no longer. Hey, small little girl, small little girl. Yeah. She's a small little girl. Yeah. She's She's a tiny, she's a little one, a small, tiny little girl. She's a tiny. Well, yeah, she's a, she's a little baby. A little girl. Give me a drink. I don't that's different. Nope. nope different one. Mm. Uh and so I can imagine what that's like when no longer my daughter will want to hold my hand, those kind of things. So that first of all gave me feels, but then he comes along and in a very romantic gesture holds her hand mm. as the tree lit up. That's a great scene. Mm. Like, I also, oh my god. I also just appreciate in general the progression of affection. Yeah, yes, I do too. Which, it's it's not just immediately. He goes to from hand holding to kiss, to kiss it, like, on the cheek to kiss yeah. on the lips. If you're gonna have a creepy spiritual Mrs. Claus watching over us, this movie is a well written version of that. Chivalry is chivalry. Not, chivalry <laughs> is Tell not me about dead. this. What is your it? Annalise's have been? <laughs> just, Annalise, you still there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How you doing? Where else would I be? God Cotton bless. candy. <laughs> Uh, man, so you know how um, throughout the movie... That bit's going to make somebody mad. Yeah. I don't know who, but uh, somebody. I don't want to know that person. Yeah. Um, the cologne. Um, 
So the uh, the the progression of um, Mr. Matheson, what's his name, Edward, um, Toby through, Tobes, yeah, Toby Tobes. Throughout the movie, he starts kind of like as a Christmas hater. He doesn't believe in the fate. He doesn't believe in the magic. And then he says this line towards the end of the movie, and it is a humdinger of a line. He says, "I kind of like living in a world where fate and magic exist." Yeah. Yeah, you do. I loved it. I loved how he delivered it. It worked for me. And I also like living in a world where fate and magic exist. Amen. Let's do this thing. No? Sure. Yes? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, fate, yes. Magic. Uh, so go, I... Go magic. Um, <laughs> there are two scenes that really work for me early on. Just a good old, we know what this is feel from the writing, which is... She's like, hey, I got all the fixings here for my eggnog. And that's the mom. And the daughter goes, why do you say fixings like you're from the South? And she's like, I am. I'm from South Minnesota. And I just felt like so many times that line of dialogue would just be delivered and it would not be ever reconciled. It would just right. be like, we're supposed to imagine that yeah. some mom in Minnesota is going to be like, hey, you got some fixings. And, and so the fact that they acknowledge that did my heart well as someone from the South. But really the last scene where he says... Um, that he's going to stay here because he's he's home. Basically, he's found his home. Line really worked for me. I think it's hard to describe. Like when you're when you're in love in a long term relationship and you're married and you've got kids and all this stuff. Like you can describe that love a lot of different ways, but home is really the best way to do it right. because home really isn't a place. I know that sounds very just whimsical, but like I never think of a could a you place. would you say home's kind of like where your heart home is in fact where, where my heart, heart is. is. We should coin that. We should. Good. That's really good. We put it on yeah. a shirt. Mm. TM that. Yeah, we should we do can... a draft. I love a good draft. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you have first round? First round? You got your boy. Yeah, I'll pick Palaha yeah, first. Wow. Yeah. No? You said wow. no for Palaha for you? Yeah, I wouldn't. If I if it's a if it's an actor and we're doing round one pick one, it probably is Palaha. No. No. He got <laughs> He's got Autumn Reeser first somehow. Yeah, yeah, I'm, even though yeah, for yeah, you. I'm, I'm, I'm doing I'm trail. doing Andrew Walker. Andrew Walker first. Andrew That's a good Walker. pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just he's got he's got a lot of smolder. Although uh, if this is a smolder draft, now we're in a different ball. Yeah, because I Ryan Pavey. Ryan Pavey. Yeah. Oh I my mean, gosh. Good gosh. Sweet Moses. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. What this girl's name is Elizabeth Mitchell. Mitchell. I she's like I haven't had that much fun watching a character in a long, in a long time. time. She's a great. She actress. was so fun in this movie. She just it was so much fun. She's great. Um, you know Did she's in Lost? Santa Claus 2? Yeah. She's Mrs. Claus to me. Uh, <laughs> Once upon a time. Oh, she's good in that. Uh, it's time for Wait Watch. It's the part of the show where we wonder what could have been. Nope. It's the part of the show where we were watching this movie and we went, wait, wait what? what? Um, Panda? Uh, only just a few here, guys. Uh, first of all, just Matt in general. Uh, Matt's the brother. Uh, I don't know. That guy is on mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> He is. He's high as a kite, and he's loving every minute of it. Yeah, he is. I'm loving it. And it is something. He is out of it. He doesn't know what's he's going a on movie. from moment to moment. Yeah. Kyle Mooney could have played him yeah. on SNL. I love it. It's a riot. I don't know if that was a personal choice by the actor or by the writer, but he's great. Yeah, he's great. He is also a wait what, because he's just, he's there in every scene, and his presence Did someone is felt- say Blaze? <laughs> no? I'm gonna stick around actually for this. That was a funny scene. Yeah, yeah he's scene. funny. He's like, man, we gotta go. No, I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick around right uh, here. Gertrude, rather than being like 
oh, Gertrude's kind of like all-knowing kind of presence. She just comes off a little bit more creepy uh, yeah, than sure. anything else, just peeking around corners. She and doesn't hiding. blink. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's to me, I don't know if 100% that character works for me. I love the magic. I love the possibility that she is Mrs. Claus. Just don't know if the way they presented her was like as fun as more creepy than anything else. Uh, and basically the only last thing I would say is I'm concerned about their ability to, or inability to recognize potential scams because yeah. uh, they're just like, Oh, that wouldn't be a scam. Like older people don't scam people and stuff like that. Mm. I like, I don't know. Like that's the perfect scam. Yeah. Like that like is in fact scam. the perfect scam. Yeah. Uh, and that's exactly how you would be scammed. Like, and Cameron Matheson says it like, no, no, no. Scammers have to grow old too, but he still gives her his money. Yes. So right. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I, I just have questions, but yeah. I, I'm also deeply concerned about Cameron Matheson's uh, financial situation, but we'll get to that in the wait what. Okay. Okay. I think he's rich beyond um, his wildest man. So I, I, I wrote this I, one. I don't think so. I wrote this one down, and then I, you guys did tell me that it's a real thing. But they, the lady Gertrude lost the money from uh, the bank's Christmas club. That's right. I'd never heard of that yeah, before, yeah, yeah. and so I wanted to include this for those of you that are um, like me boat. and was like, yeah. what is a bank Christmas club? I can't Dan, believe they can you, named any, the movie that, which yeah. is wild. But I remember when I got my first bank account, it was at Palmetto Citizens Federal Credit Union in Columbia, South Carolina. And I think this is a credit union or a small town bank thing, but basically they allow you to have an account called a Christmas club account. And basically all year long, you can put money from your check in this account. And on December 1st, that money's available and it gives allows you to buy your Christmas presents and not worry. I had no idea about the burden. And so apparently this old woman, Gertrude, clearly it's a bit now because she's Mrs. Claus. She's got unlimited gifts, but we're to think that she had put this money aside for in her Christmas club to get everybody gifts, and now it's all gone. Yeah. It's a real I had, thing. I had no idea. So I can't the believe they named the movie. The that, more you yeah. know, though. Um, he calls uh, Eddie uh, calls himself a human tumbleweed, and yeah. I just don't know what exactly he meant when he said. I it. guess he thinks he's boring, boring but I, don't I, think I think he was. It's boring. because he travels a lot, and he just kind of like blows around from bit to oh, bit and stuff like yeah. that. That's a, I didn't think about committing. that. I thought it was a bad line. I just was like, what? What? Yeah, like, I just all wasn't the I actually am one of the foremost experts in tumbleweeds. You wow, are. you're a tumbleweed we'll, we'll expert. Get we'll get to that. Yeah. Doc Tumbleweed, um, that's right. I, um, and then my last one, and it's my biggest one, it's really the one that matters, is that mural at the end. I just don't understand what was going on. The mural is, is Gertrude standing... Next to Santa, she's holding a, a, a pastry of so or cookies or I something. I think it's a cinnamon and then, roll. Yeah, something. I don't know. And then Santa is just lounging in his chair, yeah, he is. and he's just like, "What's up? What's up?" And I, I just don't understand. <laughs> and 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 the the thing, obviously, this means that Gertrude created this mural. I guess. And and Christmas magic. It's That's Christmas the magic. To yeah, it's Christmas magic, which is fine. Uh, I I just was a blown away. Just, well, that's I what, did not anticipate that being the no, mural. No, I I caught me off guard. But also, I if looked I at was it, doing that and putting the they they had all these little uh, squares and you'd put them with the the number basically. Yeah, yeah. If I did that and I took a step back and looked at it, I was like, we did it wrong, guys. Let's restart this thing. <laughs> There's no way that this is the mural. Yeah, I but. Well, also, I, I I saw the mural and I went. So he's so she's Santa's mom because she looks like she's kind of over him, yeah, a little bit. But also, like that leads kind of into you were done with your white what's. I am, yeah. But that leads like early on, 
She's like, no, no, no. You pick a random one out and you put it on and you see the mural come together, which sure, if they're all numbered, you yes. can do that. But what's weird to me is, is that it's clear the people before them have not done that because there's a direct line of red for Santa's suit. And also he's like, I'm trying to figure out which one is this one. Like, if they're all numbered, why he's a dummy, dumb, dumb, dumb. Well, like, no, why I, is he doing I, that? I think he was trying. He knew what number. I think he was looking through him to find a number that correlates. He said, I'm trying to figure out what goes around here. Yeah, I think it was a number. Yeah, okay. Um, there are a couple things that and make she's me like, think. If you don't do that, you yeah. just pick one up and you find, and you put it on. There are a couple things that make me think that at least at the very least, Ed is a monster. One is if you just met a woman and the show the next day, you do not say to her, I saw you in a cab yesterday and didn't say anything. Yeah. You don't say that line? You keep that to yourself. You don't? No, you don't, believe it or not. I think that that Boy. probably is one you just put right in your back pocket. I, you don't ever say that ever, ever, ever. And then later in the movie, Ed and Olivia go on kind of a weird date, and there are two monsters just eating plain hot dogs. Yeah. Like, nothing on the hot dog. Yeah. Ketchup, mustard, hot sauce, chili, cheat. Nope. Just a plain dog for me, thanks, because I'm a monster. Who does that? A child or a monster? Because the only two people that do that. I'm sorry. Like you, you just you just can't eat a plain dog. I, I, you can't do it. Early in the movie, Marin, the daughter, is making a snowman, and I'm pretty sure she has a pipe for a nose. Not not her best. Um, I would say, but let's just camp out a little bit on uh, uh, this new deal for Olivia. Um, Olivia decides with Ed's advice to go in and buy her own studio. Now, um, studio, studio, I'm worried. I guess she's making a ton of money as a ballet dance child's dance instructor because her house is gigantic. So maybe she's independently wealthy. Maybe her mom's wealthy, but she still needs a loan for the bank. So she can't be that wealthy, right? Well, Ed straight swindles her because he basically says, look, you need to do this. You put your money into this studio, and if it doesn't work out, well, you can still be a dance teacher, and so you break even. N no. No, Olivia. You do not break even. If you go into business and buy a dance studio, and that thing forecloses, or you go bankrupt, or you no longer can afford it, you still owe all the money to the bank, and then you have to go be a teacher of dance, and you owe a bunch more money. So the worst case scenario that he paints out for her is, hey, you give it a shot. It doesn't work out. It's no big deal. No harm done. You break even. No, the worst case scenario is it doesn't work out. Then you go dance and then you have to pick up a second and third job. You never see your child. That is more realistic as the worst case scenario. Um, not at Christmas, though. But uh, clearly not. This um, bank is a good bank. I'm also get the Christmas I'm Club. concerned about the insurance company that won't insure this dance studio for a seven-year-old dance recital. Basically, they can't have the recital in the old studio because they say that Greg has bought the studio and they can't, the liability of having a seven-year-old dance recital in a dance studio is too much for well, us to bear. Yes, but what insurance company is that? You know those videos where the the parents uh, are getting in fights at <coughs> yeah, little yeah. league games. I think it's one of those fears, right? You get all these parents in there, and there's like, and they're my kid's old, a better so. dancer than yours, and he's like, nah, man. And then they get in a fight, they tumble. Uh, we, uh, I'm with Brand on this one. Yeah. Yeah. I would not. I wouldn't insure it, dude. Parents, of you are. parents are the worst. Yeah. Um. And then lastly, you can't insure them. 
whatever, shouldn't. Whatever the case may be, Won't. it's a, it's the dumbest idea to have a recital in a place where in Minnesota in December everyone has to stand outside to watch. <laughs> but it said recital. Cool. Did it look cool? Yes. Was it real dumb? Yes. yes. Yeah, it that was. Great. That's yeah. all I got. Yeah. Uh, it's time for the what the homework where we wonder what could have been, what maybe happened. That would give some clarity to the questions that we still have. Um, at one point, she when she's talking about how she wants to open this new place, she mentions that there's a bunch of things that she couldn't do uh, at Miss Maggie's as far as dancing goes. I want to know what those things are that she wasn't able to do and why did Miss Maggie say no to them? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. That's true. Um, and then last but not least, I do want to know um, about about Gertrude and not who she is and not what she does. I want to know what happens because at the end of the movie, they look over, they see the mural. They cut back. You see Gertrude in the back, and then she disappears the next time. And then they hear bells, but the people are walking by with the bells. And it's like they want us to believe that maybe she flew away, but – but maybe not. I'm still not entirely sure. I just want to know what happened to her. Did she fly away? Were the bells? It tries sure. to have its cake sure. and eat it too. A yeah, little yeah, bit yeah. So yeah, I just yeah, want yeah. to know what happened. How yeah. did she get get away? All that, all that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, first of all, I have two. First of all, I want to know more about the pecan guy slash hot dog guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I would love yeah. to have a whole movie with him. He's I'm great. In on that guy. For he's sure. hilarious and awesome and just the coolest. Yeah, he's super. Uh, cool. He's amazing. Uh, but. I, you know, having heard all your wait, what about Cameron Matheson's character and uh, his his seeming inability to grasp the concept of loans makes my my what the hallmark maybe a little bit more poignant here. At one point, he says uh, near the beginning, he was like, man, and how every year I just max out my credit cards on uh, gifts. Yeah, that's right. He does. Which. You know, I don't know if he understands how this works, and I think he might be in some serious debt, some guys. Serious hawk. Maybe a good idea to move from New York to Minnesota. I tell you, the loans still follow you. Yeah, maybe he means. I, I just want to say this: I am an I'm a nobody in life. This guy is a, uh, a hot shot deal hot maker. Shot deal yeah, maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a credit card with a absurdly high credit limit. Like I don't know what they were thinking, giving yeah. me this credit limit. I can only imagine he has a credit card with a higher yeah. limit, and yet he's still maxing that. Maybe he still maxed maxing it out it. to get the points he paid it off on time. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I just want to. He maxes I, it out buying gifts, and he pays it off. It's I, impressive. I don't know. Either but, he's wealthy beyond our wildest imagination, or he's or in he debt. is in hock a lot of credit card debt. Yeah, and I yeah. think that's why I would like to know more about because that could really. I mean, that could do some serious. Yeah, damage. and I and, and I would advise and what if her she finds to, that out after, after she signs this giant loan that he told her to take. Yeah, right. Oh, no. oh, it would be. I mean, it would just be bad. I mean, I'm like, not concerned. Yeah, because he she obvious he obviously just wanted her to sign that lease so that he can get the paycheck for helping. Uh, uh, strike that deal and so that he can pay off his credit card debt commission yeah what what if you went into his house and all it is is a bunch of empty envelopes he's been trying to oh, do the envelope boy. system but they're all mm. the christmas fund is just do, thick do, do but you think cam no. took a commission on the getting her the loan yes selling yes that? i do and i think that's some shady Oof. i just can't believe that i can't believe it if they're really in love there's no way he took his commission there's no way. I don't know. I don't think. Do you think she yeah. knew enough to ask about the commission? Like, know. I'm not saying she's dumb. I'm just saying, like, she didn't seem to grasp some of the concepts of, like, the loans. If you haven't gone through the process before, mm. it could be a lot. Yeah. And so I'm just He's saying, like. there to help. Yeah. Sort of. 
God. I don't know. I, I guys, I'm worried about his financial situation. Mm. And I, people who are in debt sometimes do rash things. Yeah, to get out. Yeah. What if he's in with the mob? Who knows? I said, let's start a Hallmark podcast. We'll make all the money. It's yeah, rash. Just, it mm. was rash. That's right. I'm doing fine. Speaking of the mob, <laughs> are you, buddy? Yeah. Speaking of the mob, that actually goes right into my what the hallmark, which is my boy, Greg. Now, I don't know if Greg is in the mob. This is Greg the, is the uh, guy that he that buys the his uh, camera message to his client. Right. He That's walks right. in. And he says, I love But it. he certainly looks like he's in the mob of some era. <laughs> like he's got a hat. He's always grabbing and he's got a scarf that is down and he just is like places to be and things to do. And I just want to know what he does for a living because Ed has shown him all these different spaces, and Greg has been like, no, it doesn't work. And then he looks at a dance studio, and he's like, this is perfect. What's Greg doing where a child's dance studio is the perfect facility for his business? What? What could possibly be the answer there? Maybe it's the open floor plan. For what business? Well, you know how people like to all work in a common space now. Yeah, it's very that's modern. New. They've had cubicles for years. Uh, and then lastly, Kringle's Kitchen. It's one of the stores we keep, the restaurants we keep seeing, or the pop ups, or whatever they are. Um, I want to know if it's since it's Kringle's Kringles. Kitchen with an apostrophe s. Is it Chris Kringle's Kitchen, and he's making some Christmas favorites, or is this like a place to get Kringle's homemade? Because I do think that that makes a difference, and I want to know that information. Post haste. Kringle's. Kringles. Kringles. Uh, guys, did we do it? We did we it. We did it. We did it. Hey. Um, are we uh, Are we ready for what's next? Are we ready for it? Are you ready for well, it? I've been ready for it. Mm. Um, you guys know uh, the deal by now, but at the end of every episode, we have something called the Patron of the Week. Patron of the Week. And it's when we uh, share a couple of everybody wants Um It's when we share uh, a patron or two or three or four or five mm-hmm. um, that are all connected in some way. And Panda does the deep dive, yeah. discovers the stories and shares them. We have been uh, accused of lying about these stories and that hurt that sting yeah, on a personal level yeah it does um but who do we got today dano oh it's a double lisa situation it's lisa nelson and lisa scott yep Ooh. lisa and lisa Lisa's. yep mm. uh and guys it's actually really fortuitous that uh it came with this episode because- annalise you there yeah thank you bye-bye toodles uh we are doing the we just reviewed the Christmas club. They too were part of a club. Oh wow. Yep. And so uh, I saved it for this particular of episode. Yes, yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Uh and interestingly enough, they were part of the Flippers Club. The Flippers, the Flippers club. club. What does that mean? Uh well, they used to watch the movie Flipper. So yesterday we did the Flippers three ways, right? The flipping flip flipping is flipping flippers or whatever we yes. flipping is flipping. Okay, flippers. is this a similar thing? Uh not entirely. Okay, so the Flippers Club, go for so it. So they would watch the movie Flipper? Flipper? They would watch the movie Flipper while wearing flippers. Yeah, it's the same bit. <laughs> uh, it's not the same. Okay. Okay, keep uh, going. And uh, they also really like dolphins. Okay, so what? Uh, so all they do, they just get together, they watch Flipper, and they wear flippers? Yeah. And it's called the Flipper Club. Yeah. Do, do they do anything else? Do they eat a certain food? Uh, goldfish crackers. Goldfish crackers, big, okay. And yeah. dolphin crackers. They're not and flipping dolphins. burgers. What about whale? Uh, what about the whales? Ridiculous. Yeah, I thought it might be. What about the whales from like Walmart or whatever? Uh, that's 
Yeah, yeah okay, those two. Uh, any, any, any amphibious, aquatic, any okay. amphibious creatures. So okay. it could be a land, a land water combo. Then. Right. Wow. Yes. Uh, they eat salamander. Seafood. Go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, salamanders delicious. Uh, and so they meet together. They uh, they also there's a lot of people that attend. Yeah, they had the annual club. flippers conference. Wow. Uh, AFC. One of those red red candies. They're kind of uh, red hot. No, the no. Swedish fish. The Swedish fish. Yeah, I'm sure Swedish they're big fish. on the Swedish fish. Uh, no, no. I have not. I tried to sell it, some. Is at it the a last Swede convention. situation? You were at the last convention. I was at the last one. Wow. Guys, I've been a it's member a since the beginning. It, she, he said there's a lot of people that attend the flippers club and every year there's an annual flippers convention got you so there can be individual clubs throughout the country yeah, it's kind of like a, a lions club situation right so they've united together uh so but they were the initial lisa ones lisa and lisa, lisa were the started the flippers they club. did yeah wow. no they're big flipper fans is the Man. convention like making the money are they doing well no in debt yeah. uh, right up to their eyeballs mm. uh but they still support us they still, and it's been really, Each it's been individually. fun. Individually, wow. Yeah, uh, they don't charge to get into the conference, oh. which might be part of yeah, the issue. Yeah, it could be an issue. And then uh, they just keep showing the movie Flipper. They've been asked cease and desist letters. Uh, they, don't, they don't have the rights to Flipper? No, they don't. Wow. And so Reckless. they just keep showing it. Uh, and then, uh, you know, th- they give away crackers. Man. They give them away. They give, give them, them away. away. Man. Wow. Well, thanks for supporting us anyway, ladies. Uh, absolutely. I mean, we've always said we're not going to ask you where the money comes from. No, no, no. I have some bad news also for us. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh, I, I told them we would sponsor them as well in the Flippers Club. The Flippers we're Club. We're sponsoring them? That's just, yes. That's How much? stupid. It's a lot. How much? I, I kind of said that for every every review that we're left, we'll donate $10,000. Oh, okay. So we're, um, we're so this donating is the part of the show where we tell you you're fired. <laughs> so we're donating um, $9,999 more for every review to the Flippers Club than we then are, we are to, communities to communities and schools. And schools. Yes. All right, we're going to go. We're going to talk about this. Yep. We're going to see how ironclad that contract is. And you know is. what? We just finished a full week, but the good news is. Start all again tomorrow. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll see you then. But until then, may we be the first to wish you a Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Hallmark is a Bramble Jam podcast presented by Friendly TV. It's produced by Brandon Gray and recorded live in beautiful Greenville, South Carolina at the flagship property studios on East Coffee Street. For more information, go to deckthehallmark.com.